0: First of all, sorry, I'm eating around bites of my chicken salad. I have a new healthy lifestyle now. I'm super skinny now. But what I was going to say was, I've met Sarah Jessica Parker in real life at an event because I worked with Matthew on a show, her husband, Matthew Broderick. She was super awesome to me. So everybody seems to have a varying story of SJP. Which I guess, honestly, everybody has a, a story about everybody and nobody's stories ever really match up. Right. So who knows?
1: I think it's experiential at all times. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there are certain ones that I think become universal by, led- by legend. Mm-hmm. Or experience certain experiences, but I think generally it's it's specific to the experience you've had. And then I and when I have that negative experience, I report it right to Dr. John Paul Higgins, who <laughs> then confirms that the person is terrible. Mm-hmm.
0: That's hilarious! That's so funny. um
1: I'll put I in wanna... the show flow. I'll put in the, the our private chat who my current and latest uh, I think is terrible.
0: Oh wait. Tell us, but don't say the name so people can guess at home. Okay. Don't say the name. Don't get yourself in trouble. We all you know work <laughs> in the business. <laughs> um by the way, this is like in the 90s. I used to love these blind items in the, the gossip blind column. Items the best. Right. And by the way, I have a book that I want to write. It's about Broadway, and it's all blind items, because you know I have five. you have them,
1: oh my oh. God, we could collaborate on that book together. Yeah,
0: I know, so I know. Good. um, okay, so <clears throat> and now, with a blind item p s l
1: this Tony winner surprised their followers by posting the same picture as their supposed girlfriend when it had not been announced that the supposed girlfriend had split up from their wife.
0: Oh my God.
1: Um, I have no um, clue. Yes, you do. You actually know because we've spoken about it.
0: Oh Lord. I'm thinking Patty Lepone?
1: No. Patty Lepone. Girlfriend, girlfriend? Patty Lapone? Patty Lapone. Come on. Mean. I mean, like, listen, like if she wanted to if she wanted to take a tango in Steph Village, I think I'd pass because that seems complicated. By
0: the way, Patty Lapone. For people at home that don't know who Patty Lepone is, she's a major Broadway star. Life Where would you know on, her? Bitches. TV Life Goes life On. Goes she on. was the mother, and everyone knows life goes on because of this. Hoopla D, who life goes life on. Goes and on. she's the one who sings the theme song, and she sings it very Patty Lepone, right? Yes, so I'm gonna give you it. There's a couple limitations I do brilliantly. Number one, Nell Carter singing, Gimme a Break. Give me a break! I shall deserve it. Now I call the next part turning the corner. I finally made it to the top. Right, because she turns the corner when she says "top." I'm going to give it to you again. Top. Okay, Patty LaPone, who never met a consonant she liked. She does not sing consonants, and she does She back She is. She is horrible singing. Singing habits, but my God, she's brilliant. So this is Patty Lepone. Like, do you remember that? There were no consonants in that theme song. But I love her.
1: What in the hell is happening? <laughs> yes, I, because. But let me tell you something. In the world of quintessential gypsies, mm-hmm. you got Ethel Merman. Yes. Tyne Daly. Oh come on that you was know awful.
0: i worked remember i don't yes i, think you worked I told there you this for story five
1: minutes i went yes. there
0: for five minutes for time daly's agent and every password in the every password to the safe to the aol account it was a long time ago to like uh get in my computer was Tyne t-y-n-e so funny okay and, a tony and, winner and pat pa- i mean patty though she's she's it
1: I mean, Arthur Wade was <clears throat> waiting for her. Arthur Lawrence was waiting for to her to age up enough to Gypsy. be able to play it.
0: That's yeah. right. Uh, it's the definitive Mama Rose. Everybody. Okay. Oh, mean, oh. So what I was saying was, if you don't know who Patty LaPone is, Google the phrase "Patty LaPone." Some people, "Patty LaPone," "Roses Turn." You want to watch Christ. those two yeah. um, songs? It's a masterclass. Okay. This Tony winner posted a picture of his or her girlfriend, but the girlfriend has not acknowledged that they're out of their previous relationship.
1: At the time, yes, they had not.
0: Okay, so now it's more public.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, can. I'm
0: thinking. Um, uh, God, Daisy I'm so Eden. close to all Daisy of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about love What about Sutton And Laura Bell Bundy and Oh I know
1: this drama
0: Christian what's his name um, Boral I that
1: don't w- get that it's not that but It's I not never that? Got that okay
0: I, I thought it might be that. that Is it more it's a more frequent pair I it, don't know you're gonna a, have to tell me current. a commercial
1: It's current
0: you're gonna have to tell me a commercial I'm out of the gossip loop with the Broadway love triangles
2: Is it Ben
1: Platt no he's with (laughs) no
0: Ben Platt with a girlfriend made me just guffaw
1: um
3: out of pocket
0: mm -hmm. okay well I was gonna
3: tell you about you
1: know this answer really
0: I'm I'm sure I do but I'm also what about
1: love what about
0: i want to tell you i'm also playing a little stupid though because i don't actually want to say the answer here on the podcast thank you i th- appreciate that that's not our business too you know what i mean no um this ain't perez hill in okay so um, Robert, Weston, um, Robert Weston. <laughs> she's just pull- christine is not broadway the way we are so she's like this alan coming like she doesn't really
1: <laughs> okay but let me tell you a fun Madonna. fact Fun story is that <laughs> I once saw Alan Cumming and Monica, Monica Lewinsky walking down the street together in the West Village. And I was like, my life has never been gayer.
0: Yeah. It yeah. Was,
1: that was like the gayest moment. Not, yeah, pretty much one of the gayest moments of my no, life. No, I'm trying never to
0: tell any. you about my salad that I'm eating.
1: I'm so sorry.
0: I'm having a grilled chicken salad from El Pollo Loco. I love the Apollo Loco commercials because that woman has the sexiest voice, right? I dare you not to get slightly aroused.
3: And for our Play Loco, we have the eight-piece chicken with pinto beans and rice. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to enjoy
0: it. That's exactly how she sounds. Yeah, right? She sounds like mm-hmm. someone's touching her inappropriately. And she's like, yeah. with a side of beans. And don't forget that rice. El Play yeah. Loco. It's like, oh, it's I'm aroused. Sexy. I want chicken. So I am hooked on the um, double-protein chicken avocado salad from So I can't stop having it. And then I went right across the street to the McDonald's for a hashtag classic Lanahan. I got a diet Dr. Pepper for 99 cents. And I got a large sugar-free vanilla iced coffee. And they were like, pull around for your total. Well, I have the McDonald's app for this sole purpose of getting that iced coffee for 99 cents. That's why I have the app. It's an everyday special only with the app. They scan my app. They're like, your total is $2 and whatever, 18 cents. And I was like, super, thanks so much. They hand me my diet, Dr. Pepper. I put it in my drink holder. Then they hand me a medium iced coffee. And I was like this, oh, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. It's supposed to be a large she looked me right in the eyes and she went, this is a large, sir. And I was like, (laughs) you don't even know who you're dealing with right now. I was like this, go get me a large, get me a large. Get it. No, 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 no. Like I was just screaming. I had a full gay panic. They got me the large and they were like, ma'am, calm down. And I was like, I just wanted a large, you know? So, Food is more important than ever now that I'm eating healthy because like I'm like, I I put in my my daily caloric planner that I was going to have a large iced coffee and you're fucking it up. And then my window is going to close because I'm trying to do intermittent fasting. and Everything is ruined, which is why I'm eating while we record, because my window is closing at 6 p.m. So I have to eat everything now. I don't have a choice. I have to eat with you. I'm sorry. When we do the yummy yummy, I'm going to be finishing my salad. I like the, literally, I'm having a meltdown You're all just staring at me like I'm a crazy woman
1: No, because you're having a full gay panic right now Thank you <laughs> I'm having Thank a you. full, like, a full moment mm-hmm. And, you know, for those of us who lived in, the, in New York in the 90s We've seen the show <laughs> So, like, that could happen every night at the duplex <laughs> You're
0: a horrible person, Stephanie
1: Why, because I'm speaking the truth? <laughs>
0: But i was much more calm in my 20s than i am now to be honest like i thought for sure that i was like i had my shit together nothing bothered me i was a new yorker are you saying i used to have meltouts?
1: no i'm saying everyone did i'm just yeah. saying it was like a, just a daily occurrence i mean we have a friend that dates ladies that like it was a new lady every day and like mm-hmm.
0: somebody lived was with having,
1: her <laughs> yes and someone was having a dramatic mm-hmm. like, whether it was her or the date, somebody was having a a, a you know, a full attack, and I'm like,, the dramatics., mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. such was it was it was like pretexting and stuff, so you actually well, had to have the full melted person.
0: Listen i I'm enjoying my salad. I have a few more bites to go, and then we'll do a nosh. Yeah, like let's get right into it. Let's start the podcast.
2: Betty Buckley. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe?
0: Mm. You're an idiot.
1: But didn't she yeah. used to date younger men? Wasn't that that's her thing? Her <laughs> Glenn <complaint>? Close? <laughs> what the hell is Betty Buckley? <gasps> oh, I'm starting the podcast! I'm starting the po- How dare you! How very dare you!
0: Truth be told, I always wanted to host The View, but I don't exactly meet the lady requirement. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get my friends together and we're going to start a podcast. Hello, I am Jim Lanahan and these are my friends. Ready? Let's go. Okay. Hello. Hello. This is episode 76 of the Jim Lanahan and Friends podcast. 76 episodes, y'all. That's amazing. I'm going to look around the room real quickly and I'm going to see Tony Award winner, Christine Sinicor. Well, hello. <laughs> Dr. John Paul Higgins. Pub, can you hear me? <laughs> Producer Stephanie Laffin. That's
1: and... Barbara Streisand, John.
0: Oh, I was like, is she going to say something? And (laughs) Scott Sheldon is not here. Like, does Scott even go here anymore? Did Scott transfer to another school? What the fuck was Scott Sheldon lately? I'm like, oh, I'm celebrating Easter now. Oh, I got cancer. So, where is Scott today? (laughs) God,
1: <laughs> damn! you're going to hell for that.
0: By the way, you, I would say it to his face and he would laugh. And that's why I said it to your faces. Well.
1: Today, He is filming his production of sweat by Lynn Nottage at the Pacific resident theater. Mm-hmm. That's what I was told this morning at mm-hmm. seven. Eight, I'm nine, an ten, actor and ten, I'm eight, eight, working. Eight.
0: Ugh, please. Yeah.
1: Well. Wait, did he just text Janine Tylak to tell her that?
0: I don't know. We do have a friend with benefits today, Janine Tilax here. And it's Scott's favorite friend with benefits. So Scott's going to be devastated that he's missing this. But he might join us in progress, I hear, through the grapevine. Yeah. Yeah. So let's jump into Yummy Yummy because we have a guest today. And they're already in the waiting room. So Yummy Yummy! Yeah, you got that
3: yummy,
1: yummy,
4: yum, yummy, yummy, yummy.
1: I can't go to Taco Bell. I'm on an all-carb diet. God, Karen, you are so stupid.
0: Okay, Stephanie, what do
1: we have today? Well, what you've got today, Jim, is the sweet tart jelly beans. Now, I want to tell you something about this. So, in my research, the sweet tart brand is owned by the Ferrero Company, which also owns things like uh Pixie sticks, Gobstoppers, The Nips, Lemonheads, Keebler, Black Forest, and Brock's. And in my research, uh, I also found out that they have uh, an SVP of non-chocolate. I swear to God, that's what it's called because they their candies that they make are not in the chocolate family.
0: That was my grinder name until I moved to New York. And then I yeah. became the SVP of chocolate. John, is that inappropriate? Um, I
3: would say context. <laughs>
1: uh, oh, uh, uh, okay. Uh, well, also, I wanted to let you know. They are giving me
0: a hard side eye. I think you know the context. Move on, Stephanie. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, uh, they are also one of the companies that it it's um, little jeez, I'm that threw me right off. That one of the companies that is an official uh, Girl Scout cookie baker. There are two companies, and one of them is run by Ferrera. So that being said, I wanted to let everyone know that there is a job uh, opening at Ferrara called Lab Technician Cookies. Now, you report to the Cookies, Cones, and Crusts Senior Food scientists, and I just think this sounds like a fabulous job.
0: That is your dream job.
1: That is my dream job to be a yeah. cookie scientist.
0: I mean, that's hilarious. Okay. So, what these are, these are pastel jelly beans, and I have green, orange, purple, mm-hmm. yellow, and blue. Mm-hmm. For people who are at home, I would say the colors mimic. If if they know the robin's egg Easter candy, it's the same blue. It's the same orange. You know what I mean? And I'm having some blue ones now. I mean, they're very tasty. They're a little tart.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, they're made by the Sweet Tart Company. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Hmm.
0: Mm. They taste exactly like a sweet tart, don't they? Oh, that's so nice. It's a tasty product, I think. Mm. Christine, Mm -hmm. thoughts? Yeah, I really like them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Got a good chewing consistency. Mm -hmm. It's a big note from Christine. If she likes them, we're good.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Oh, have you had the orange? Making my mouth squirt.
3: Mm -hmm. I put them all together. Mm -hmm. You did? Mm.
0: John. That's how I also ate them. You put them all together? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going color by color. Isn't that an interesting study? Stephanie, how are you eating them?
1: All together, but now I'm thinking I might try them individually since you mentioned it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm not noticing individual flavors.
1: Sour level, though. hmm Yeah.
0: The sour level definitely varies by color.
1: Like that yellow. Okay? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm it's like the rhythm mm-hmm. the rhythm is gonna get you tonight oh wait oh
1: wait Stay mm. it gloria
0: gloria stefan loves sweet tarts yeah. okay y'all well mm. holy shit i really like these yeah they're good mm-hmm. okay so christine you're gonna kick us off with some voting on a scale, by the way, I have been eating the entire podcast so far. So far. I am sorry for my horrible podcast etiquette. Christine, mm-hmm. on a scale of zero to 10 iced coffees, 10 being the most delicious thing you've ever had in your mouth, and zero being the worst thing you've ever had in your mouth, including that date you went on with Alan Cumming and Patty Lapone, please rate the sweet tart. Easter time jelly beans.
2: Well, considering that bit of honey is a solid ten, I'm gonna give these. (laughs) Give these an eight point seven five.
0: Okay. Controversial. Yeah. Christine Cinecore. Locking in on an eight point seven five. Dr. John Paul Higgins. So,
3: I'm just gonna say this: when I first ate a couple of them, I hated it, and then I kept eating it. And then I started to like it. And then I ate the yellow one and realized that it tastes like cleaner. It tastes like house cleaner. You know how like when you spray a house cleaner and it, some of it gets back in your mouth because of like wind or whatever you go. <coughs> so, and then I finished eating them, and I, the bag is empty, and I still like them, but I don't love them because I'm not a big sour person. So all of that to say because I'm taking up the 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 place of Scott, um, and and going for a long time. Um, I am going to give it a seven.
0: And that's a seven out of 10 iced coffees from Dr. John Paul Higgins. Jim Lanahan's not going to be fancy about this. I'm going to give it to you straight. I'm going to give it to you honest. I like this product. I like it a lot. It's not a caramel cream. How dare you? It's not a little bit of honey. How dare you for even making the comparison? How very dare. But I'm going to tell you this. It's pretty delicious. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to rank it up there in the 8.3 range because that's how much I enjoy it. It's mouthwateringly delicious. That's a total of 24.05 points for an average of point. Zero one iced coffees, right. and in the iced coffee world, point zero one matters. Okay, it's a splash of cream and a packet of Splenda. You don't fuck around with that. That's pretty good, Stephanie. We really like this one. Yeah, Stephanie, you've uh, done it again. Have you ever had the
2: giant sweet tarts?
0: Those are so good. The chewy ones. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I've never had that. Wait, is this like another Mentos moment? I've never had that.
1: It comes in a long package and it's like four giant ones. It's 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 so good in there. Like, you think they're going to be chalky, but then they're chewy and yeah. it's... Mm.
0: They're really good. Yummy, yum. Alright, well, I'll have to put that on my cheat day list next weekend when I'm having a cheat day. Alright, y'all. Uh, I love that yummy, yummy. Thanks, Steph. Hey. Okay. Before we get into our guests, I want to quickly say that our contributors are so amazing. The people who support this podcast, I, I am so touched by them. So the majority of our monthly contributor said, Jim, I'm glad you're taking a break. You really need a break. I don't know what that means that I look like I need a break. Mm-hmm. But they were like, you should take a break. You definitely need a break. Okay. So they're being very supportive. I'm kidding, of course. And then the majority of them are like, we're going to keep our donations going through the summer, which is so kind and generous. And, you know, <clears throat> we're going to reconfigure the show during the summer. We're going to come back with like a whole different format. I don't even know what it's going to look like. And they're like, we're here for you. We love the show. The fact that this show has become important enough to them and such an important part of their like you know life twice a week that they want to stick by us means absolutely the world to me. And that's exactly why I wanted to do this show is to build a community. And it's, it's i, I i'm just i'm very touched it's it's just amazing and um i did just any of wanted them, to say thank you you know
2: did any of them use the word heroes when describing us
0: well christine thank you for asking yeah. um yes um, one of them actually sent me a, a voice message, and in the background, I could hear Mariah Carey. And then a hero comes along, you know, yeah. and then two of them sent nudes. Oh, so nice. I mean, talk about reaching out and touching somebody through the podcast medium.
3: Oh my god, or touching something.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, let's just put it this way. One of them was a lady, but the other two went right into my spank bank.
3: Oh, nice.
0: (laughs) By the way, I did it again. I made a sexy comment and I did it in the Samantha Jones voice. Right into my spank bank.
1: (laughs) So stupid. Well, Samantha Uh, Jones is not going to be in that new movie. How dare you? I've perfected my Samantha Jones voice just in time to not be in a movie.
0: I didn't make the cut, but my boyfriend was... I don't know. No, Sam trying. No, Jason
1: to... Lewis is not going to be in it either.
0: No, that's a circumcision joke. Ah. Cut. Anyway,
1: uh, so
0: thank you, thank you to our contributors. I, I just wanted to mention that because I really was so touched when I heard from them individually. And again, there is no pressure to do that. None at all. I, I'm just completely touched. So, okay, we are 15 minutes behind schedule. So let's jump into our special guest. Bobby Jean Spears is an in-celebrity and influencer in the beauty and lifestyle space. You may know, bye! I always say it like that because of the Whitney Houston reality show. Remember that you may know Bobby Jean Spears from his fabulous takeovers on the Gerard cosmetics page or his appearances on straight talk with Ross Matthews. And he's been a million in one podcast lately. Bobby Jean is an absolutely brilliant makeup artist. I hear he's done full face for us today. I can't wait for us to see him in the zoom room. And by the way, if you want beauty discounts, go to Bobby. Bobby Jean's Instagram page because there's a highlight that says discounts, and every single company out there has a discount. So you just, you know, use Bobby Jean's discount. He's completely generous. It's amazing. They're all there. And uh, finally, just have to say, like, Bobby Jean is becoming one of my newest, best judies. He is so much fun. Everybody, please help me welcome Bobby Jean Spears. Hey, welcome! Hi. Hello, hey,
4: Jimmy. Barbara Jean's Jimmy, hmm. hello, How darling. You? How are you? I feel oh, like a, i feel like a hundred bucks.
0: You look like a million dollar bill. You look amazing. Thanks. Someone put on face for the podcast today. Yeah. <laughs> <I> did. <laughs> As you do right? um, Bobby Jean let me First of all Just so everyone knows I can't say Bobby I can't say Bobby Jean Spears I call him Bobby Jean Like that's just what rolls off of my tongue So that's fine. Um, And the other thing Bobby Is I was saying See I just did it wrong But I was going to tell you The other thing is I'm old enough Where I remember The Whitney Houston reality show Where she used to scream a All the time. So I have been doing that that. today, thinking about you coming on the show. So good. I've been um, excited. Bye, Gene. Let me introduce you to everybody. Christine Sinacore, my best
4: friend since the first day of kindergarten. (laughs) Hi. Oh, I have one of those too. No, who's yours? Mine, his name is Scott. We've been friends since (sighs) we were five years old.
0: Did you do a play in school and oh, Scott Jesus stole Christ. the lead role from you because Christine did that to me and it still stings? No. I was the sh- my I
4: was the I was the shining star of the well, friendship. So yeah, was me
0: I. too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Bobby Jean, this is Doctor John Paul Higgins. Hi, <laughs> how are you? i'm good how are you i'm fantastic okay. and our producer is stephanie laffin who you've been dealing with yes and then bobby jean we have what we call friends with benefits and janine is one of our friends with benefits so she's hanging Ooh. out enjoying the show seeing how the sausage is made yada nice. yada so bobby jean
4: how was your sunday uh uneventful i sat here and i did this and then i realized we are three hours apart and i got ready three hours early
0: well you know you messaged me before and you were like i'm gonna start my face and i was like maybe he needs a face for another thing today yeah yeah I i forgot i forgot i live in the future (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's hilarious that's so funny well you look amazing thanks Thank so much you. how long does it take you to put on a face like this
4: it should it sh- if i focused it could take like an hour but i never have accomplished that ever so mm. hours hours I have to set time aside because I get distracted. I get hot and then I look on my phone and then I go live for like 10 minutes and then I get mm-hmm. bored and then I do something else. And so it's
0: mm-hmm. hard life. I was telling everybody to go to your Instagram page and follow you specifically for the discounts. Cause you have your highlighted discount section. And the other thing is you go live a lot and you're so sweet and so kind. If you see Gene live come in. Literally, we'll we'll just say to you, like, oh, hey, Christine, welcome. And next thing you know, you are like peas and carrots with Bobby Jean. Absolutely. You are one of the sweetest, kindest, most generous souls I've met in a long time.
4: Thank you. True story. And I am. the only one who's ever told me that.
0: Oh, (laughs) well, listen, you know, we're sassy, right? And we're we're out there, and that can be viewed as abrasive, but at the
4: end of the day... It can be misconstrued, yes. Absolutely, but... I just... I don't want to be friends with someone I can't be sarcastic or be a total asshole to. I don't. Mm -hmm. If I'm mean to you the first time we meet, then we're best friends probably first ever. Cause I just like to, I just like to trade jabs. Mm.
0: Isn't it funny how I think drag Queens are especially good at that. The more they put you down, the more they love you. You know what I mean? But in my life growing up, the only people that did that were my mean, alcoholic Irish aunts and uncles. And it felt because I was a little kid, I didn't understand what it really meant, which was that's their love language. As stupid as it is, when you're Irish and you're alcoholic and you're overweight (laughs) and you live in Albany, New York, that's your love language. And it took me a long time. But with gays or drag queens, I get it immediately.
4: Yeah. It's I an interesting just, thing. A lot of people don't get the humor.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is the official getting to know you part. It's kind of like The King and I with Anna and getting yeah. to know you, getting to know all about you. So, Baba Jane, where yes. did you grow up? Where do you live now? Tell us about
4: your partner. Tell us the whole story. Okay, so I was born. And raised in Parkersburg, West Virginia, which is just another shithole place in West Virginia. And then I now live in a different shithole in West Virginia. It's called, it's named Huntington. And if you've ever seen the documentary on Netflix called Heroin, that's the city I live in. (laughs) My gosh. Has anyone seen it? (laughs) Yes. It's only 30. You have? That's where it's exactly where I live. The, you know, the, um, you know, the reformed prostitute in there. Oh yeah. She tanned, she tanned at the tanning salon that I worked at. Oh, so, yeah. I know all the stars. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so Christine, how much would you have loved if you were watching that documentary on Netflix and you didn't know Bobby Jean, but you saw them go by in the back? You would have peed your pants and called me immediately, oh, like, oh my god, know? there's something <laughs> happening in West Virginia.
4: <laughs> yeah. And then the woman who would give out the brown bags to the prostitutes on Wednesdays is a realtor who I was a realtor with when I did that. Oh, wow. I've done everything.
0: <laughs> I didn't know you were a realtor.
4: Yeah, for like two years, but it sucked. I don't like, uh, I don't like other realtors. And you know what? You, there, it's hard to avoid them being a realtor. It's hard to you avoid know, other realtors. So.
0: Bobby Jean, we have another host who's not here today. His name is Scott. He's a realtor. He's a horrible person. Why are realtors so horrible?
4: Oh, they're awful. <laughs> I was one of them. Uh, but I just, it's so political. Like, you got the old biddies that have been been here since, like, 200 years ago. And they, they, like, still, they get all the business. So, it's just, and you have to spend more than you ever make. It's just not worth it. Mm, I'm And kidding. if I had to hear one more person... Walk into a house and say, oh, I don't like the paint. I I just fucking paint it. I just Screaming over here.
3: I live for you, (laughs) Robbie. I really do.
4: I couldn't. I couldn't. One more time. I like if you point out one more cosmetic thing that you don't like, I'm just going to scream because you can change it. Yeah. You're taking me back to the traumatic place. (laughs) 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 Um, I have to oh,
0: guess what? There is somebody oh. knocking on my patio door. Is it, it Suzanne you. Summers? I don't know. Would that be so funny if it was Suzanne Summers? <laughs> I would love that. Um, so tell me it's not my cantina, by the way. It's somebody from the front of my building. I don't know who it is. Anyway, um, so how... I lost my thought completely. By the way, we love Scott. I, I'm picking on Scott, the other co-host, of course, the realtor. But yeah. um, it's interesting how you are so fabulous and you came out of West Virginia. Do you think that part of I who you are I haven't came out of there yet. <laughs> Still here. But you grew up there. Like, do you think it's like... Is any part of your current persona, Bobby Jean Spears, because you grew up in West Virginia?
4: Probably. I have my dad's sense of humor down to like every the dryness, the like any like all of it. I have his sense of humor, so I definitely have like a smaller town perspective on things. But I don't know. I, I would probably. I probably wouldn't trade growing up here, but I gotta get out. I gotta get out. <clears throat> Someone said, move to Ohio. And I said, uh, Ohio, no, I could I could drive, it's like right there. I could throw a stone and hit Ohio. I don't need to go there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I bet that your uh, form of self expression is partly due to the fact that you grew up there. And the reason I bring it up is a lot of kids who feel stuck somewhere, they figure out other ways to be fully themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for you to have this persona, particularly on social media, I think makes perfect sense, you know? Mm-hmm. So you were a realtor. What else? Along the way to your current situation, other fun jobs,
4: any horror stories? Um, I worked at my first job ever was working at the Buckle here when I moved down here. Um, and then I worked at Sunglass Hut and then I managed the kiosk in the middle of the mall. Mm. <laughs> then I moved to the Macy's, and then I just quit retail because I couldn't do that either. Mm-hmm. Something about physical people in the same room as me—it just for some reason it never <laughs> tends to work out. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> How's it working out with your boyfriend, though? We're married. Oh, oh husband! I trapped. I trapped him. Yeah, nice. to He can't go anywhere without paperwork. You know. <laughs> um, we met when I'm um, like, so I moved here in April of 2013 or March of 2013. And we went on our first April in April of 2013. And that whole month was me trying to get him to go on a date with me. So persistence pays off people. <laughs> I was crazy. If you scroll up to the top of our Facebook messages, I did that the other day. It took forever. Um, it's me just going, Hey, 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 <laughs> Hey, why won't you talk to me? Hey, Hey, do you not want to talk to me? (laughs) And I was like, I read that back and I was like, oh my God, if I were him, I would have run. But he chose, he made his choice. Now he's got all over that. I love it. What's his name? What does he do? His name's Jonathan, and he works, he's been in cosmetics, retail cosmetics since he was 16. So Mm. he's always worked doing that. So that's Mm -hmm. what he's looking for a job now outside of here. I think we're going to head to Pittsburgh for at least because that's where my best friend from kindergarten lives. So we're just going to go there and I haven't lived in the same city as him in a long time. And I think it would be fun. If not forever. I definitely not forever. I don't want to be there forever either. Mm-hmm. I need, I'm, I'm moving colder. I don't know what my problem is. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. I love Pittsburgh. I think it's a super fun city. Um, I go there a lot for work. I see a lot of culture there. And it's a great town. There's a lot of like, um, Pittsburgh's a very mixy town. There's a lot of really great art. And then there's a lot of steel workers from the old yeah. days. And it's one of those towns that's like, wow, like everybody lives here. It's a true melting pot, you know? Yeah. Uh,
4: I hope i I mean, I, I couldn't be worse than where I am right now. So I'll mm. deal. We'll mm. figure it out.
0: Um, I love that and good luck of course I want you to move to Palm Springs but eventually goals you know yes. uh, okay let's talk about the name how did you become Bobby Jean Spears and are you related the million dollar question to Miss
4: Brittany Jean Spears no I freaking wish but <laughs> I've just loved her since forever she's been my obsession and I, after my dad died, I, his, it's a big story, but his side of the family stopped talking to me and my mother, like immediately. And it was out of left field, nowhere. And we haven't talked to them since, but I didn't want them finding me on social media. So I just changed, I was like, what can I change my last name to? Uh, And then I just changed it to this. And then my Instagram just grew and a little bit and i was like well that that is my name now (laughs) so
0: i love it i love it and because you're such a aficionado on all things britney let's talk about it do you see that oh it says free britney up there doesn't it behind you sure
4: sure does and then that's her bobblehead and then that's Mm. Perfume. I have a whole Britney cabinet. It's out in the hallway. I
0: love Britney. (laughs) I I always loved Britney, and then you know Christina came along, and everyone's like, "Well, who do you like better?" And I was like, "I'm not going to pick. They're both my girls. I love them both." I feel like Britney was the performer, the dancer, you know what I mean, and had the better hits. But Christina, how do you deny that voice? I'm not gonna pick, you know? Yeah. What's going on with Britney though now? Do you think she's being held captive by this conservatorship? Do you think the dad's an evil warlord?
4: What's your take on all this? Yes and yes, I do. Mm -hmm. I I think a lot of, I think there's probably some more down to earth version of it, but in a sense, yes, I think that is where she is. I know that in the initial court docs, it says that um she for dementia that they they keep claiming she has dementia, and I'm like, who the hell can travel for four years on a world tour? I know she doesn't sing, but she lip syncs and she doesn't re- forget the words. Like she doesn't have dementia. I I'm not a doctor, <laughs> but. <laughs> I don't think that that's the case. And I do think that her dad's an asshole. And I just think she needs, I think she's old enough to take care of herself. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Most
0: of us here come from the, the live performing arts sector. And I will tell you anybody that can sing and dance and act at the same time, that is right. a higher cognitive process and it takes a lot of practice and a lot of ability to do that. So yeah. I agree with you. I don't think she's got dementia. I think she's over medicated.
4: Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the reason that she was put in the last time she was put in a mental health facility, it was on her dad's request because she wouldn't take the medicine that she was being given or whatever. And she probably knew what you and I both know. She probably felt over-medicated. She probably felt like a zombie. Mm-hmm. And she didn't want to be on it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I just think they were trying to keep her compliant and low energy. And she's got a hot-ass boyfriend now.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's the other thing, like... Unless he's in it just for the money. And it seems like he does love her very much yeah. from what I can tell on social media, whoever's controlling that. Like, why would he be with somebody who's yeah. 30
4: and has dementia? Like, none yeah. of that makes sense to me, you know? Every time he comes over, he has to reintroduce himself. Yeah. And- <laughs> 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 but she's excited. Ah. She's excited every time though. Can you imagine? Oh, every day she's like, Oh my God, you're so up. hot. <laughs> yeah. Right.
3: <laughs>
4: if I have to have dementia, send him every day.
0: <laughs> Dr. John, you're on the free Britney bandwagon as well. Aren't you?
3: I too am a supporter of the free Britney movement. Yes. Good for you.
0: Yeah, I am too. I am too. And I know she's going to court, I believe this week or next to June 23rd. Advocating. Oh, Good. By the way, I love it. Uh, we have an expert, ladies and gentlemen. Now, look, now I'm not that. Type.
3: If it was Beyonce, then it'd be a different conversation.
0: But I don't <laughs> keep up
3: with Miss Brittany like that. But what I will say is, I do think that something sinister is happening around her,
0: mm-hmm. for sure. And on June 23rd, she's going to advocate for herself for the first time in court in like 13 yes. years. So she's going
4: to ask for her dad to be removed. So she's not asking for it to be totally lifted. She's just taking one step and asking her dad be removed from all of it. Yeah. Which
0: is probably a step in the right direction, quite honestly. Um, I saw, because it's public record, I saw on one of the rags that he took from her estate something like a quarter of a million dollars last year to pay his own PR fees to make him look like the loving dad and not the guy that's just making money off the daughter's estate.
4: She also pays his legal fees, her legal fees of which she didn't have a choice in lawyer. Mm -hmm. Um, She pays, she pays for everything. It's all bankrolled by her. It's just Mm. like a, that's just weird to me. I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody
0: has not seen the documentary, Framing Britney Spears. Framing Britney Spears. If you've not seen it, absolutely go watch it because it was very eye-opening. Even if you're not a Britney fan, go watch it. It's a really um, interesting look into what can happen so easily in the entertainment industry. If you just have one little stumble, there is a machine around you oftentimes that can just take your life. It's really...
4: to pound. Yeah. And it kind of was weird for me when this documentary came out, cause I've been obsessing over this for what's it been 2007 to now. How many years is that? I can't, i only have t- 10 fingers. 14. How, yeah. Okay. So I've been obsessing over this for 14 years. So it's weird that all of a sudden, so many people are talking about it and obsessed with it. And they're like, would you, did you hear this? Do you know this? And I'm like, yeah, bitch, I've only been saying this forever. This is weird. Mm. She's a full grown adult. She can't, at, she can't go drive by herself. She has to have someone in the car with her. She can't. She has to ask to buy an iced coffee. You'd go nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'd be on the phone every day, all day. Can I get nice coffee? Can yeah, nice coffee. I mean, like, can somebody give me a nice coffee? Can somebody? Where's my nice coffee? I would have a full gay pan. Somebody's over. gonna have to take me. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be allowed to drive. It just doesn't Hilarious. seem. It just seems so totally
0: wrong. But you know what? If I had Britney Spears' money. I would install a Starbucks in my home, staffed twenty four seven, with unlimited sugar free frappuccinos. I would invent sugar free frappuccinos. Tyrese did it. What? Tyrese
3: has a Starbucks in his backyard. No.
1: Yeah, and I think he like does. Tommy Lee does too. Has one. Wait in a his minute. House. What do you mean a Starbucks? What do you mean? He has a
3: Starbucks in his backyard. Can anybody like go franchise? to it? Yeah, it's him and his family, whoever has access to wherever Tyrese lives. But Tyrese, he has a Starbucks and I think he has a small Benihana's that is in his backyard. <laughs> Wait.
4: <laughs> Are you kidding?
3: No, I'm not making any of this up. I'm being staffed. dead Staffed. Staffed. Yeah, they're staffed. They're staffed. And they staffed, only
4: work when the family wants something.
3: I guess. But yeah, from what I understand, what a, he has a, a small gig. Starbucks and he has a small Benihana's
4: that is in his backyard. Oh God, I'm going to get me a red lobster and a Taco Bell.
0: I'm going to need more information on that in yeah. your 60s. Stephanie, if you could. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, wow. Stephanie has a segment at the end, Bobby Jean, where she will okay. give us the tea on that. Yeah.
4: I would like to know how one goes about getting a whole friend because that yeah. couldn't make the company money. So I wonder how you go about that. Yeah. Yeah, that power. Also, uh, what would I have in my backyard?
0: First of all, a Chili's. We all know how I feel. Then I would have a Starbucks. And then thirdly, I would have a Curves for Women franchise. (laughs) (laughs) Christine, you could come over. We would go to Curves for Women in my backyard together. We would love it. Yeah.
4: However, I'm done, with, I'm done with gym equipment i don't care how rich i am i'm not buying one more
0: oh i hear that i hear that um okay never let's talk about beauty and lifestyle and all that stuff so your skin is literally flawless and it's of course makeup you know i was gonna say you know how to make yourself look like this right and we'll put up pictures for people who are not friends with benefits to see However. I'm sure you take good care of your skin. So walk us through right. your daily regimen. Like, do you get up and you're fresh-faced usually?
4: Yes. I never okay. go to sleep so, with makeup on ever.
0: Walk us through that then. What do you do for
4: the rest of your okay. day? Quick fun fact, though, if you ever want to throw this out at a dinner party, each day you go to sleep in your makeup adds seven days to the age of your skin. Well, Wow. Yeah, that's a fact. Ooh. I, Estee Lauder. I didn't know that <laughs> yes <laughs> but okay so i just wake up um if i'm showering that day i just wash my face with a gentle cleanser sometimes i double cleanse which is like an oil cleanse then a regular cleanser and then i just do i've been using the same main line of skincare for like three years it's called arolon skincare it's 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 formulated by a by a, an aesthetician in Beverly Hills. I don't but I work with them and I've just used it forever and I'll sprinkle other stuff in with it. But first thing in the morning, now what I do is I use this thing. I brought this to show you because everyone needs this. It's a roller, huh? This this is the Hot Mess Ice Roller from The Skinny Confidential. Do you follow her on Instagram? I do now. Lauren Bostic, she is so amazing but this stays cold forever I keep it in the freezer and in the morning you just like go over your skin and de-puff and it's like for lymphatic drainage <clears throat> and we'll get rid of the bloat and contour your face if you use it regularly and then at night you use it after you've put on your skincare before you go to bed
0: if it gets rid of the bloat can I rub it on my thighs and ass
4: <laughs> I'm gonna try that and I'll let you know <laughs> I've been <laughs> rubbing it on my belly all day. So <gasps> oh, hilarious. Let's see where that goes. But I really the key to to skincare is just hydration. You don't have to do a ton of different a million different steps, but you just have to stay hydrated.
0: 10 iced coffees a day is the is the key to good skin.
4: Yeah. Okay. I think that counts as water in dieting, doesn't it?
0: (laughs) You know, they would have a field day and say that caffeine dehydrates you and blah, blah, blah. But all I know is when I make coffee at home, it's mostly water. It's a little bit of grinds, right?
4: And a lot of water. So it's like... I like jet fuel. I like black jet fuel. Mm. Yeah. With like a with like a splash of that brown sugar oat milk creamer. So then after
0: you roll, you'll put on a face and it's gorgeous. Thank you. And then how do you you take it all off before you go to bed?
4: Yes. That's when I usually double cleanse, is you take oil or like a it's like it feels like Vaseline, but it's like an oil cleanser and you put it on dry and it just like melts your makeup off and then you rinse that off and then you do your regular cleanser. It just gets all clean and then you I use a glycolic acid toner every day and then hyaluronic acid serums and creams and oils. I love it. Christine, you have a question?
2: Yeah, I I've been mostly using like sort of organic stuff. And I don't know if it's actually doing anything. Do you tend to stick to stuff like that? Or I mean, what are your favorites as far as
4: the stuff that I've been using is all Cruelty free, organic. Um, you can look it up. It's A R I L A N skincare, Aralon. Uh-huh. Um, But I, I just tend. A lot of people are like, switch it up, switch it up. But I, I feel like if I find something I like, I, I don't like change very much. So I just stick yes. with it. But yeah, I love that stuff. I think as long as you are using hyaluronic acid every day, you're good.
2: Okay, and they have and, what that in the line.
4: Yeah. And Botox helps too. Well,
0: okay. So, you know, (laughs) I have been known to dabble in the area of Botox. I actually get disport and I'm getting it next week again. And um, all I want, by the way, is a little extra upper lip. It's all I want in the world. And they keep saying to me, no, you can't. Well, Why? my doctors are like, we don't recommend it for you. And I'm like, what do you mean? I need more lip. I need hardcore DSLs. Why, what do they, what's the reason they give you for that? I think because they were in Manhattan Beach, which is, you know, a very kind of uppity Republican part of Los Angeles. Like if I was in West Hollywood, they would have just shoved it right in there and not not thought twice twice about it, you know? Right. Um. But I agree with you. I think Mother Nature needs a little help sometimes, because if yeah. the wrinkle develops, it's too late. The only way to get rid of the wrinkle is to pull it tight. Right. You know? So, I'm a big fan of the disport, And uh, Christine has never gotten it before. So, what Christine oh, do doesn't it. know is that... When she comes to visit for Memorial Day weekend, I'm taking her for baby's first Botox. (laughs) She she doesn't want that. (laughs)
4: It's
0: so great. So great. Christine, you don't have to put it in your forehead. You can also put it in your pits or near your lady pudenda to keep from sweating aggressively. I don't care. I'm just giving you Botox. You can put it anywhere you You want.
4: Jim, tell them to put some right here above your lip for you. And that'll mm-hmm. that'll, that'll give you a little lift yeah, of the lip. Yeah, I used to. That. I've done that.
0: And it did give me a little poofy poof. But listen, we're starting with someone new because we're in Palm Springs now, right? And the guy, I've seen pictures of him. He definitely has some lip. So who knows? I might have a new lip for
4: summer. I would be. I don't. I don't. Oh I I had some. <laughs> <laughs> your lips are amazing. Well, they're overdrawn right now. And mm-hmm. and they might have something else in them enhancing them. Mm-hmm. Something in there.
0: I can neither confirm or deny. Uh-huh. Well, right. I saw on your Instagram when you were coming home from the dentist, in quotes, yeah. dentist. <laughs> right. Yeah. So With I, I lips. Yeah, I think everybody <laughs> has an idea, yeah. but I I'm into it. I love it. I love it. No I shame in it. that game.
4: No way. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how it feels. I know that's weird, but I like it.
0: You want to know what I like about it? I, I, I tell people this all the time. It's the one thing I've done for myself that feels a little selfish and a little extravagant in a long time. Yeah. I'm a caregiver for a parent who had a stroke. I work a ton of hours every week. I'm a life coach on the side, the podcast. I do a lot. And it's the one thing that's like, nope, this is just for me. And I no. love it. Um, it just feels like it feels like a week and a half at a spa. Not just a spa day, but like yeah. 10 And the days.
4: earlier you start, the less you have to get. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I've done it since I was 24. And people are like, why do you do that? And I'm like, because look at Jennifer Lopez. She's 51. Do you think she waited till she was 40 to get it done? I don't that's think so. That's right. Nope. Yeah. She's been doing it since she was probably 16. I don't know. Whoever her injector is, that's what mm-hmm. I want to go to.
0: Oh, I
4: know. I know. Dream injector. Did you see that meme of her next to Rue McClanahan? And they're the same age mm-hmm. that sh- she was when she started playing Blanche. Mm-hmm. I was like... Because when you watch that, I feel like I'm looking at a bunch of 70-year-olds. But yeah. that could be Jennifer Lopez. It's so weird.
0: I know. All of the Golden Girls actresses were in their 50s when they started doing right? that show. Isn't that insane?
4: Yeah. And it was like a risky show. Like, a, can a bunch of old ladies carry a show like this? But now it's like you got 51-year-olds all over the place. The halftime show. I don't know how old. Um, I think... Mariah Carey is still in her 40s, right? Yeah. She's in her 40s, but still. Yeah.
0: Um, Okay. Here's some quick hit things. So what's your favorite overall makeup brand?
4: Oh, probably Gerard Cosmetics because I work for them. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite product from Gerard? Um, Definitely the setting spray. I always have a million. Like I can literally turn around and grab like four. I love that. And the setting spray
0: is when you're all done, you just spritz, 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 and it sets it all in place. Yeah.
4: Or if you want to refresh it during the day and then kind of run a sponge over it, if stuff's settling, setting spray can do it all.
0: Love that. I love that. Do
4: you, John's asking
0: us, if you use the setting spray before and after, or just after?
4: Just after. All that that stuff that the tutorials do is just to sell you shit you don't have to go overboard. Like when they bake like drag Queens, you don't have to do that to go to Kroger. Like just <laughs> set it. You're going to, you're not going to be on stage under a spotlight. You're fine. But they just do it to sell you, sell you shit. I try not to do that. I try to give real suggestions. Like, you no, know, you don't need all this, that or whatever. But if but- I want to do it to go to
0: Kroger, I can. I have. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, B, go ahead.
2: No, I was going to say, what is your favorite product for like under eye discoloration? Oh
4: God, I will show you right here. (laughs) It is the Tatcha. It's a little bit pricey, but I've had this for like two years. It's probably expired, but it still works. Um, It's called the Pearl by Tatcha and it's a day eye cream. See if I can.
0: I love that packaging, Bobby Jean. It looks like a little sphere.
4: It's a, it's a little pearl. It's the pearl. So cute. And it's like a day cream and I just put it on with a brush. And I think this is the shade moonlight and it just counteracts the blue. And when you, when you're putting it on, just make sure you don't go past where the discoloration is. Mm. Cause then you're going to, you're color correcting. So if you color correct the blue and then keep color correcting, it's still going to be a different shade. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Thank you. You are
0: wearing lashes. What's your favorite lash?
4: Well, I would say there are secret lashes coming up that I can't talk about that I might have on. But other than that, I like this brand called Lash Me Up Girl. They, The reason I like them is because they have books of lashes. So it's just like, they're all right there. You've just got like, 70 to choose from. Not 70, I wish, but like five or six at a time. Wow. That's
0: amazing. Yeah. So there's five pairs there. And are they all the same? Like when you buy lashes, do you buy them in different lengths and like depending on the look or the function you're going to, you pick a lash or how do you how do you work that out?
4: Some lashes are just, I mean, I can you can wear whatever lash you want. I'm not here to tell you what lash to wear, but there are like i have hooded eyes slightly so i can't do huge ones because they'll 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 make your they'll turn your eyes down so you always want them lifted but always trim your lashes mm. because you need to trim them to fit your eyes the the biggest mistake people make and the reason they hate lashes at first is cuz they just take them out of the package and plop them on well nobody's eyes that very rarely one size fits all you've got to take your little lash scissors and just cut them i love that so favorite out. lipstick and liner oh gerard cosmetics hands down before even before i worked for them mm. the liner and the lipsticks are all amazing
0: and your lips look amazing. There's a sheen to them and we're on zoom. So it's hard to get right in, but they're super shiny. Like, is it a lipstick and then a liner and then a gloss or is there
4: a glitter? What's happening? It's a there? liner. And then at last minute I took this like rusty, um, gloss that's like glittery. Cause I wanted it to show up. But it's uh, from Scott Barnes, J-Lo's makeup artist.
0: Love that. His, his brand is amazing. Rusty Gloss was my grinder name in college.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you once told me that you can do your own face. And I mean, you always look amazing. But you don't do other people's faces. You've not done anyone else. Tell us about no. that.
4: I don't. I'm like, I'm shaky. So I'm afraid I'm going to poke someone's eye out first of all and i feel like i only started into makeup like four years ago so it's still real like i still feel like i'm learning and i just i don't know it's so personal that i feel like if i do it on someone else and they're like oh i look like shit i'd just be like oh like it would kill me because mm. i don't like to like like i i I love to sing, but I don't like to sing in front of people. I love to put on makeup, but I don't like to do it on other people. It's just one Mm -hmm. of those weird things.
0: I told you this once on an Instagram live. I actually think you'd be the most brilliant makeup artist for other people because I think you're so open and kind and fun. I can imagine the ladies of West Virginia sitting down in your chair and just being like, Oh, I went to Bobby Jean Spares.
4: He was amazing. You know, and like that it becomes a yes. thing. So yeah. But then they all want that West Virginia special. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just want a a couple transition colors in the crease, honey, and they want to look like Kim Kardashian. (laughs)
0: It's (laughs) amazing.
4: Okay, final thing before you go.
0: I know that you are as we say, a Broadway queen. Yes. Uh, you love the Broadway. I do. I love it. Sometimes. Stephanie and I have worked on Broadway shows. Uh, Christine's a Broadway queen. Dr. John would love Broadway more if Beyonce was in it. So... Who <laughs> would Tell us uh,
4: your favorite Broadway show and why. <sighs> It sounds so... I hate when people ask this because it's so basic. I've seen so many, but Beauty and the Beast is mm. just my favorite. Mm-hmm. I have a signed framed big poster of it signed by the whole cast one time that I went when Annalisa Vanderpoel from That's a Raven was Belle. Mm-hmm. I have that cast signature over there, and I think, too, it has like a lot to do with... like, bo- like That was like the second time I had gone with my dad and then he died two years later. So he bought me that special. And so I think the mix between that and that was always his favorite Disney movie and soundtrack. Cause he was a musician. So I just beauty and the beast gives me all the feels except for the live action remake because Emma Watson sounded like a robot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think she sang any of that. I think it wasn't. No. Yeah. I think yeah. she spoke it and then they put like, they tuned in like this. It was awful. I sat there just being like, oh, please. And that weird time travel scene, I still am trying to process what that was. Like that where all of a sudden they're somewhere else. Didn't get that. I totally get
0: it. Um, I saw Beauty and the Beast, the original production at the Palace Theater when I was in college. And I saw it with one of my college professors. And the curtain went up and I saw the village and it was a backlit, heavily painted backlit scrim that the village glowed and susan egan walked out and she sang little town it's a quiet village and i lost my shit my uterus fell on the floor oh. and then we went backstage and i met her and the picture actually behind me it's it's right there that picture so i get it that's that's one of those moments i will never forget and then i got to work on Beauty and the Beast Broadway. It had moved to the Tan. Tony Braxton was Belle. And it was slightly less magical than, than Susan really? Egan. However, <laughs> by the way, producer Stephanie is loving this so much.
1: Uh, it, I but... really am because you're doing the difference right now, Jimmy. You're talking about such magic moments and a great time for us. But I also mm-hmm. think your <clears throat> talk... About how uh, Susan Egan was a transformative Performance and when you're watching someone Like Tony Braxton do it That's less transformative because you're seeing You know you're seeing a celebrity do it As opposed Mm -hmm. to just Straight storytelling. Yeah. They did
0: add the sh- those song Home. They added it to the Broadway show when Tony went into it. And Tony opened the show when it moved from the Palace Theater to the Lund Fontaine on 46th Street. And then they added Home and it became like a staple. And then, you know, Debbie Gibson was in it. And then um, Jamie Lynn Sigler went into it when I worked on the show. Quack, quack, quack. But it's a
4: beautiful show. Now, aren't the they show. developing... Something like Mamma Mia, but with all Britney songs, isn't that that she's been working on that for a while. Mm-hmm. It was I'm, supposed I'm guessing to, she's not right now, but yeah,
0: no, uh, it was supposed to have its out of town tryout in Chicago and then COVID hit. It was supposed to be this past summer. Uh, it was on sale. It was moderately sold. I think people have a fascination with it because it's Britney. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all Britney music, but it's not about Britney. It's about right. it's like another girl or whatever. Like Mama Mia. Exactly. And
4: yeah, um, and they did one for Spice Girls too, didn't they? Mm-hmm. they like a Viva Forever. I want to see that one so bad. And there's a I Michael Jackson
0: too. project opening up in December on Broadway, which is mm-hmm. everyone's uh, got an opinion about that, of course, because of Michael's yeah. history with kids. Yeah.
1: So. The Tina one is supposed to be great.
0: I saw the Tina one. Adrienne Warren is amazing. She's I mean, she's going to win the Tony if they ever have the Tonys after COVID. She's going to win. I've never seen anybody work harder on stage. And Adrian Warren is such a talent and she's so conditioned oh, so for eight a week that you don't see her working. But at the end of it, when she gets up and does a full Tina Turner mega mix concert. I was literally like, how is she doing it? I had the same thing with, um, uh, <laughs> I, by the way, this is some deep Broadway talk. Now I had the same thing with SJB as share. I was like, how is Stephanie singing that eight times a week? And then doing a mega mix as
4: share?" I could not get it. So, um, I did I saw, I didn't go see the, Broadway show, obviously, but I saw the opening of it at the end of her documentary on HBO. Did you watch that? Which one, Cher? No, Tina Turner's. Oh, I was like, I've seen everything Cher. Tina's documentary was yeah, so it's good. Great. Yeah, it's it so- was it's a
1: great, really good.
4: If she sticks to it being farewell, it's kind of like a farewell to her fans, kind of like I'm going off to, where is it? Switzerland? Sweden?
1: She's, She's lived in, with in Switzerland for a, a pretty long time, yeah. and she was mm-hmm. with the her husband, for like almost 20 years before they got married.
4: Hmm. Can I say I'm in love with how your microphone is positioned literally like <laughs> in your mouth?
1: Uh, thank you
4: we've done a lot of experimentation (laughs) with
0: psl's mic, and that is what works the best so i I love it i love it all right so normally we let our guests go but i think you'll enjoy the 60 with stephanie segment baba Jean, and then we're going to tell everybody where to find us on socials and then you'll just go first okay so uh stephanie Now's your yes. time to have 60 uninterrupted seconds. You can talk about anything you want, Stephanie. You have a whole minute. Don't fuck it up. And don't stop talking before the minute is up. Stephanie, your 60 seconds starts right now.
1: Well, at the top of the show, we had a question about who is Betty Buckley. In 1983, Betty Buckley won the Tony Award for Best Featured Actress in a Musical for Grizabella in Cats. John, you may know Betty from the, their role as Miss Collins in Carrie. Fun fact, they were also in the Carrie musical. We had a big question about Tyrese Gibson and Starbucks. Tyrese Gibson does have a Starbucks in his backyard as well as a club and a benihana style restaurant there as well.
0: 30 seconds.
1: He did did it because he felt that he couldn't go hang out in public with his fancy friends, so it was one in the backyard. Tommy Lee also has one, uh, and it was through his accountant that he got one in his- 45 seconds. uh, The musical Gypsy is based on the life of Gypsy Rose Lee, an American burlesque entertainer by Julie Stein, Stephen Sondheim, and my dear friend Arthur Lawrence. This is 60 with Stephanie. Four,
0: three, two, one. Hey! I still don't understand how Tyrese has a Starbucks and a Benny Hana in his backyard. I don't understand yeah. it.
1: Well, it's I'm, in the People article in the notes we sent you. But what does that mean?
0: By the way, breaking news. I've been in an interview since that article was sent around. Okay. I did not have time to stop the interview and read a People magazine article. <sighs> okay. But I don't understand. Is it a full open to so the public Benny
1: Hana? no so do do they wait, give him, so like, do you want deeper? the expansion version of the stories of Tommy Lee and Tyrese or no yes,
0: yeah okay,
1: okay. great. I don't want the fucking music um so Tyrese <laughs> um got the idea for his his um Hibachi style restaurant and the Starbucks and a nightclub because. Wait for this. He didn't build this mini-universe because he's an egomaniac looking to spend his money randomly and outlandishly. But then the next sentence is worse. He hoped to solve a problem. He wanted to hang out with his friends and co-stars, Will Smith, Vin Diesel, Michael Bay, David O. Russell in particular, without any disturbances. So he was like, I didn't want to be filmed. So they built a coffee shop, restaurant, nightclub, A recording studio and a salon where you can get your feet and hands done so apparently that's uh okay
0: so i'm gonna break this down
1: it's not a starbucks
0: he has a barista in like a part of his patio but it's not like i'm not mobile ordering a, a hazelnut frappuccino extra whip
1: Okay, well, now, I need to to, now I need to flip you to the Tommy Lee story. And the reason I knew about the Tommy Lee story is because, yes, I watched the MTV Cribs back in the day. So now.
0: I watched a Tommy Lee video and it wasn't about his house. Go ahead. Sam. How oh, are you doing? Huge. You know what? His son, Brandon Lee, by the way. On the hills. Go check that out. Whole mommy likey.
1: Yeah, there's a second season coming, I believe, of The Hills. Um, so um,
0: it started last week. It's so yeah. good. By the way, yeah,
1: I, you know, I watched the first one and the Real World reunion. Yeah. Um, so Tommy Lee lived up in Malibu at the top of Mulholland, and to go to Starbucks was 20 minutes down and 20 minutes back. And then he was complaining <laughs> about that to his uh, accountant, who was like, "Well, I represent you know some of the people there and the company." Let me see if I can get the people who do the installs with the machinery. So he made a couple of calls. They came over, installed the machines, the grinders, the pump flavors, the whole deal. They brought me the green Starbucks apron. It's a legit Starbucks down here. It's crazy. And he's like, I don't usually wear the apron, but it's fun to have. Yes. So he has a Starbucks. And Tommy Lee is so rich. I mean, I'm surprised that he was able to keep any money with the amount of drugs he was doing. But Mm -hmm. He it actually, must be
4: terrible to be that rich.
1: <laughs> mm hmm. Must be
4: awful. Horrible.
1: So, anyways, yes, they have.
0: That's amazing. That's crazy. But I guess any of us, like, if you just saved up, I guess we could all get like, starbucks beans and like grind it at home and do the thing i used to work at a starbucks i could i could do that if i had the equipment here and the other thing about starbucks that people generally don't know is that they filter their water in the restaurant so it's a very specific uh ph balance to their water that's why it always tastes exactly
1: the same yeah, no matter where you are in the
3: world
0: bomb yeah.
3: that water is so good
1: Yeah, and I think that also. Do you ever have you ever seen their Clover machine? That's pretty ridiculous. If you get a chance, also, and you're in LA, and you really are like you are Starbucks aficionado, both John and Jim, check out the Starbucks Reserve on the east side of LA uh, in in um, Echo Park. It's really one. It's one of those concept stores that is like their fancy coffee bar and. It's really cool.
0: Starbucks Reserve here in Palm Springs, and you know what I got once? And I was like, "Oh my god, I'm obsessed!" I had an espresso avocado milkshake. So they made me an avocado, and then they were like, "Did you want us to blend that?" And I was like, "What?" And they were like. It's a milkshake. And I was like this. (gasps) So I got a blended avocado. It was so delicious. And then, like, they kept, like, wowing me a little more. Like, as if I couldn't have been happier. They're like this. Did you want us to put some sweet mocha in there? Because sweet mocha is a reserve thing. They don't have that at most Starbucks. And I was like this. What is that? And they were like, trust They were like, just let us do this. I was like, okay. It was great. It was really great. Well... Stephanie, thanks for the intel. I don't understand still how Tyrese has a full Betty Hanna in his backyard, but I want a reservation and I want to go because I have an affinity for any food that's made in front of me. Number two, if they're going to make a chimney out of the onions, as you do, you know what I mean? And then set it on fire, I'm in. And number three, a volcano. a volcano. And speaking of volcanoes, I enjoy black men. So there it is. One, two, three. This is my dream restaurant. Entire. I picture. Backyard. I picture
4: his family in the backyard sitting like on their lawn chairs with buzzers in their hand waiting for their table uh-huh yeah <laughs> their one table to yeah. be ready
0: and tyrese's wife hates it because she has to be the host she's like yeah.
4: oh. <laughs> again tyrese yeah.
0: she's oh. like uh oh, party is sex and we're like this yes bitch, you know <laughs> um well that's amazing stephanie i uh, you also left out Betty Buckley's most well-known credit. She was the mom on 8 is Enough. She was Abby Bradford.
1: Listen, I had 60 seconds to do the best (laughs) I could. And I did want to get as much as I could in there. And then you threw me Tyrese. But I did have like a whole Betty Buckley. I was ready. I was, yeah. ended I, with I, three, I
4: was ended I with three seconds of silence. I know. So, Bobby Jean, thank you. Bobby
0: Jean understands the <laughs> 60 separation. format. Yeah. I mean, you did <laughs> have extra time. You could have even looped back. You could have sung a brief segment of the eight is enough theme song. I really hate when my parents fight. Bobby
4: Jean.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't mess with I'm such with a them.
4: homewrecker. So don't don't home-wrecker.
1: mess with me. <sighs> and Betty Buckley, by the way, was a replacement mom. Just so we're clear. Don't mess with me with Aiden. It's enough trivia. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> Do you want to hear about the time I met Betty Buckley? Uh, She was in a show on Broadway called The Triumph of Love. My friend Chris was in the show with her. I was there with my friend who on this podcast, we call Danny Thomas. You all know Danny Thomas. I was there with him. He had done a show with Chris before as well. So we went to see Chris in his Broadway debut. Betty Buckley starred in the show. Everybody Google this. Betty Buckley Serenity holy shit, she steals the show with this one song. Long story short, we're waiting for Chris to come out. Also in the show was F. Murray Abraham. So Betty Buckley comes out and she's like, are you waiting for somebody? And we're like, we're waiting for Chris. And she was like, let me go in and get him. Two minutes later, out comes F. Murray Abraham. And he says, and by the way, F. Murray Abraham, if you don't know, is an Oscar winner for... Stephanie, help me. Uh, Amadeus. Amadeus. So F. Marie Abraham comes out and he goes, are you waiting for Chris? And I was like, well, we're basically celebrities backstage now. Everyone knows we're here for Chris. So we were like, yes. And he goes, hold on. And he goes in. And so the whole time we're like, how is it that we just sent a Tony Award winner and an Oscar winner into like do our errands like we're like could you get Chris and also tell them that we're out here and we just want to go get a drink and show Allen. like we're just so anyway then Betty comes out and she's like Chris will be here in two more seconds do you need anything else and I was like Betty Buckley you don't work for me and she kissed me on the forehead true story. <laughs> uh and then F Murray Abraham brought out Chris because that's what I do. I put Famous award-winning actors to work. That's what I do. Do so something made, with yourself.
1: So you made Betty and F. Murray, Murray Abraham go get the Olsen twins' dad. It's basically what <laughs> yeah, it. happened.
0: Chris later played Ashley Mary Kate's dad on one of the yeah on the yeah. one where they were like teenagers. He was yes. their dad. Yeah. yeah. So you but made it, them it go, a go show?
4: get. Yeah. Yeah. so little time. So little time.
0: What was it called, like, Stephanie?
1: To, to the t- I'll get it. But it was like literally you made like the man's been in everything. Everything he, he was the he's the pr- or the the king in Shrek on Broadway. I mean
0: Yeah. He was Gaston in uh Beauty and the Beast for a long time.
1: I mean he's he literally was in the prom been- when
0: it closed due to COVID. He was in he's been in spam a lot, he's been in every show.
1: Yeah. It so, was uh, Into the
0: Woods revival.
1: Yeah, I'm looking for the name. He's been on like the good old Double fight. time or something? Double time? Yeah, I'm time looking it up. Or... I remember he got the two of a kind.
0: Two of oh, a, a kind. He was called. her dad. He was so cute back in the day.
1: Oh, Chris so he adorable. Were.
0: Anyway, oh, Broadway. One day it'll be back and I'll go see a show again and I'll weep like a baby. My return to Broadway show is going to be Wicked. Wicked already makes me feel like I'm a nine-year-old girl right? So my return to Broadway show, I want to have that cathartic moment with my nine-year-old girl show. So it'll be wicked.
1: Do you need me to have D come? come, Do you need her to come D to come sing you? Our friend
0: D was alphabet for a long time on Broadway. Oh my God. Yes. I need D and I need D to help me. I need Shoshana Bean on the other arm. Like girls, I'm going to need support. (laughs) When Defying Gravity happens, I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be there in July. So I have to figure out my shows. All right. So that's 60 with Stephanie. Let's wrap up the show and tell everybody where they can find us on social media. We're going to save the best for last. That's what Vanessa Williams would do. So Bobby Jean, you will be last. Christine, tell us where, we, <laughs> tell us where <laughs> we can find you at social media.
2: Um, you can find me at C Cinecore on Twitter and Facebook. Instagram is at Christine Cinecore, and my website is ChristineCinecore.com
0: Nice. Dr. John Paul You can find me all
3: over social media at doctor by using the handle at dr john paul or visiting my website www.drjohnpaul.com you can also find me at a starbucks reserve location <laughs> that's a couple of uh, miles away from my house that none of my friends on this podcast told me existed so i'm actually very quite upset about that because you <laughs> all know it how you serious didn't I, know I am this. about my starbucks
0: oh sh- i know djp in all fairness it's unlike you not to be on top of all the food chains within a 10 mile radius of your home because I've I'm fat.
3: That. but the other thing is jim you are my food twin why would you tell me about this i feel betrayed
0: <laughs> i thought everybody I knew about remember. starbucks because no, there's like no. i remember when there were six starbucks reserves in the world but now there's like 12 in los angeles so, I have
3: two that are 10 miles away from where I live, and I'm very upset. Anyway, you, find me on social media where I'm ranting about John, oh go
0: into the Starbucks Reserve. <laughs> Bobby. <yeah.
3: laughs> I'm
4: just kidding, Bobby. Oh, <laughs> well, no, right. I, would I would go. I would go. Go into right the Starbucks
0: this. Reserve, John, and say, I'm a virgin. Be gentle. And just <laughs> see what they whip up for you, you know? Uh, going tomorrow. Um, I actually have something I have to
3: do in Westco, and there's one right next to the location I need to be at, so I'm going. Dr. John,
0: I have to tell you something I'm that happened yesterday. Um, it was my cheat day, and I went to Krispy Kreme Donuts. I had Krispy Kreme yesterday, too. This is what I got. They were like, I was like, I was like, yes, it's my cheat day. So I'm only going to have six.
3: I thought you got the two boxes because when you buy a box, you got one for a dollar. I know, but
0: TGP, also, if you can prove that you've graduated, you get I a graduated. free dozen. And if oh, you graduate if yeah. you prove that you have a COVID vaccine, and you get it. free I'm like, I could literally get three dozen donuts right now. Same. So, I was honest though. I put my heart on the line like a Cameron Diaz tween romance movie from the 90s. I said, "Today is my cheat day. I'm only going to get six. And they were like, "Couldn't you really get again? And I was like, "I want two original cream felt." <laughs> and they were like, are you vegan?" And I was like, "Also two" glazed chocolate cake and a maple frosted and a birthday cake. And then they said, "Eh." and I was like this, yes, that will be all except for an additional glazed cream filled in a separate bag. And here's why that is so ridiculous. I live alone alone. I was coming home. Al- <laughs> Who was I kidding by putting the extra donut in a bag? Like, what
4: was I doing? I was such a fucking idiot when it comes to sweet food. So I was had it one of those things where you were like, didn't want the drive through people to know it was all for you so you're like and my friend's gonna have well yeah <laughs> have you do you do that bobby g i do i've done it i do it a lot at like taco bell because i'll i'll be done and I'll, they'll be like that'll be 45 60 to pull around i'm like holy shit how much did I spend? <laughs> and like like if i'm ordering i'll pretend like i'm on the phone and i'll be like what else did you what did you want oh you wanted that okay i'll get that Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, yeah. also three more bean burritos. <laughs> if I'm ordering for my mom
0: at Del Taco, I will say, just just so it's clear, I will be like, yeah, I need a number three, which is, of course, the Del Double. Large fry, large Coke Zero. And they're like, Anything and I was like, yes. My mom wants, I I will literally say that because I don't want them to think I'm getting two meals for myself. Why Christine? Because you can't have two dinners. That's right. So um, yeah, I I will totally do that. But yesterday at Krispy Kreme, it was not my finest moment. (laughs) And I paid for it. I had crispy heartburn is what I had. But where are we? Uh, PSL, where can we find you on social media?
1: I was like, where we are is I'm never going to bed tonight. Um, I'm <laughs> on, on Twitter and Instagram, I'm Chicky Laff, C-H-I-C-K-Y-L-A-F-F. And for tons of pictures of my dog, Billy, you can find him at Billy the Rescue Pup on Instagram. Um, And if you have a yummy, yummy suggestion for the future, we're always up for that. And also, Jim and Jonathan are potentially looking for cars. So if you have any discounts, deals, etc hit them up
0: yes i will say it again because i've said it on the last two episodes i will suck so much for a good discount on a nice car thank you two (laughs) same same car (laughs) discount twinsies Uh, My name is Jim Lanahan. My primary platform is Instagram at Jim Lanahan. My website's jimlanahan.com. Go there to learn everything about me, including life coaching, which is really picking up. Let me tell you, everybody needs a life coach coming out of COVID. That's just how it is. Uh, Additionally, I am live every Tuesday at 530 Pacific, 830 Eastern with Heather Carlucci Medium. It's either on Instagram Live or YouTube. I will see you there. If you want a free psychic reading, that's the jam.
4: Um bobby jean spears where can we find you on social media at bobby jean spears m-u-a
0: love it oh, and that's everywhere on instagram
4: yeah on instagram i had a twitter but it got suspended because i called in coulter a cunt and she reported me <laughs>
1: <laughs> well done bobby jean i support you I thank
4: support you us. on my appeal on my appeal i wrote she is one <laughs> <laughs> and they wrote me back and said we are For sure, suspending it now. (laughs) So I doubled down. So I have no Twitter. Mm. She is one, though.
0: I will validate that. I know. There's a book
1: called Blinded by the Right, and she's a featured player in that. She is one, Bobby Jean. You were just speaking the truth.
4: I know. I hate her. Um, All 700 of my Twitter followers just scattered to the wind. Oh, well. so good. That's hilarious.
0: Uh, All right, y'all. That is the Monday show. We'll be back in your podcast feed on Thursday when you wake up. I want to say a very special thank you to Bobby Jean Spears for being with us today. It was so much fun. Yeah, Thank you for having me. You're the best. Everybody, please go to the Instagram and watch the lives for Gerard Cosmetics and watch just him putting on his face because it's gorgeous and um he's the best be back with you on thursday everybody until then please remember take really good care of yourself so you can in turn take good care of others why because that's our most important job thanks everybody I your attention, that now i just need to mention
3: that you are you baby come on Pussy on fire you're so lucky tonight Cause I'm giving you the show that you want L-U-C-K-Y Honey, honey A little twist and slide You're so lucky tonight Cause I'm giving you the show that you want You're so lucky You're, you're so lucky, lucky You're so lucky Why are you so lucky? You're so lucky, you're so lucky.
1: Bobby Jean, you did it. Oh my God. Bobby Jean, your you eyeshadow is so gorgeous. At... Yeah. I, can't, I
4: can't take my eyes off of my spray tan incident right here. <laughs> it Spr- looks like I rolled in mud. Spray tan is good for
0: everything. Although I did one time spray tan my junk, and it looked like an orange carrot when I was. <gasps> done. yeah it was one of the ones i would do at home bobby jean and not uh, like go get sprayed by a machine or a lady you know what i mean and i just put Mm. too much on it it was like a orange carrot it was crazy